Hello everybody, welcome back for the first time in two months to the SA Pro Wrestling Nerds podcast. If you do happen to be listening for the first time, my name is KG Animo and we really hope you stick around for this episode. By we, I mean myself and my co-host Eugene and we're just going to catch up on what's been going on in professional wrestling since our last episode, uh, which was nearly two months ago. So uh, Eugene and I have both had to take a break to deal with some stuff that we've been going through in our personal lives, but we are back and ready to dive headfirst into the latest stories, news, and updates in terms of the world of pro wrestling. If that sounds good to you, make sure you stick around. Okay, um, so uh, the first thing that we should talk about before this episode goes anywhere, uh, let's talk about the passing of the legendary Scott Hall, aka Razor Ramon. Um, it, this is this was a big wrestling. This was a, a big loss for the wrestling world. Um, obviously, a big loss for his family and his friends and those who knew him and were close to him. But like as a wrestling fan. This was a hard one to take. Yeah, it was. Uh, irregardless, if we were, if he was a 90s wrestler and we were born later on in the 2000s, yeah. it still still hit us hard, you know? It, it hit us hard. Like, I'm a 2000, like, we, you and I are both 2000s kids. Like, we didn't, we didn't watch the Attitude Era, right? We, I would say we were Ruthless oh. Aggression. I would say we grew up on Ruthless Aggression. But even still, like, this was a massive loss. Like, the cultural impact that this man had, Scott Hall, was incredible. Um, the, the, the legacy that he leaves behind as being maybe the greatest performer to never win a world championship in the history of professional wrestling. One of the greatest intercontinental champions. Yeah, right. Um, so let's just, let's just um, clarify... For those of you that don't know, that haven't been in the loop, that haven't been in the news, um, two weeks ago, I believe, maybe two and a half weeks ago, um, Scott Hall um, was uh, went went in for hip replacement surgery or hip surgery, if I'm not mistaken. And then um, what happened was he supposedly a blood clot got loose in his body, which led to him having three heart attacks. And after having those heart attacks, he was put into, he was put on life support. He was put on life support. And then, um, I think a couple of days later, um, Kevin Nash, Scott Hall's best friend, um, wrote uh, an incredibly uh, emotional post on social, on, on social media. He wrote, uh, he posted a, a message on Instagram and he talked about the fact that Scott Hall's family were planning on taking him off life support. And um, I think a day or two after uh, after Kevin Nash made this post, his family did take him off of life support. And then a couple of hours after that, um, WWE came out with the story, with the, with the news that, that uh, Scott Hall had actually passed away. So... Nah, I'd <clears throat> yeah. just like to say... Uh, I'd like to say thank you to Kevin Nash for actually saying that because he, he could have just told us that 
like know that he's not doing okay. But instead, he told us that they're going to take him off life support, which I thought may might have been maybe personal. But I do thank him for letting us know. Yeah, that there like was um, that's how I was going. Yeah, I mean, like I read the, I've, I think I've read the post on Instagram a couple of times now, and man, this is it, it, like it, it as hard as it may be for wrestling fans around the world, like to lose a wrestler, to lose someone that you grew up watching, especially if you're a 90s wrestling fan, to, to lose someone that you, you know, to, to that you grew up watching must be difficult as a wrestling fan. But if you're Kevin Nash right now, your best friend, the guy that you grew, that you were in the wrestling business with, made millions of dollars with, changed the wrestling business with, the guy that you, like, these guys changed the wrestling business in, in the 90s, the guy that you traveled the road up and down the roads with the guy that you were you probably spent more of your time with than anyone else um is gone like that guy is gone now and it it's yeah i mean i don't know what else to say after that oh, yeah like i, I now you have to find a way to live without them without that person it's it's crazy because even knowing that they're there made life so great and then now um yeah i mean but again like this is we, the person you spend more time with than his own family probably um and we here at the sa pro wrestling nerds podcast we just want to send our well wishes and condolences to scott hall's family his friends um everybody everybody that was close to him right we talk about kevin nash being close to him Triple H, Sean Waltman, um, guys who were closer to him in the wrestling business. Uh, yeah, we just want to send our, our, our condolences. We, yeah, we don't know. We don't know what else to say, man. Like this is a tough one as a wrestling fan. This is this is this is a tough loss to take. And from us here, we just want to say rest in peace to Scott Hall. Um, he will never be forgotten like this is like this man yeah gone but not forgotten this man has a legacy and an impact on the wrestling business that like is incredibly immense yeah like absolutely incredible the the amount of people that he inspired as well like damien priest and you you can just look at damien priest and damien priest actually commented on this like he he uses the he uses that razor's edge uh, you know, to pay tribute exactly, to him. Exactly, his entrance is based on it. Yeah. If, if people didn't know, he, if you, if you watch, it, he just modified it to his way. Yeah, if you look at Damien Priest, his character, his 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 in ring style, it's based on Scott Hall. Um, what a what an inspiration for so many young wrestlers that came after him. Um, I'm Damien Priest is 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 the most common one because we see him on Raw every single week. But like, there are so many others out there. Um, and yeah, yeah I, I will live forever. definitely, definitely. I think, I think we should talk about, um, another news story that came out in recent weeks. And, um, we saw this on SmackDown, by the way, um, big E suffering here, a broken neck. Yeah, this was, this was hard to watch. I can't watch it more than once, you know? Like, I think I've only ever seen it once, and that was yeah. enough for me. I, I saw it on SmackDown, because I watched the SmackDown episode, and then I saw it again on Twitter um, 
I, saw, I think I saw it three times. And then I saw, yeah, I think I saw it twice again on Twitter. So, um, I knew something was up because it wasn't moving, it wasn't moving really. Yeah. So, um, for those of you that didn't see what happened, uh, so Biggie, it was, it was, a, it was a tag team match on SmackDown. Uh, I think it was a week or two ago. And it was Biggie and Kofi Kingston of the New Day versus Rich Holland and Sheamus. And so they have the spot planned outside where um, re- uh, basically Biggie takes a uh, an overhead suplex from Rich Holland. But uh, so they go for the suplex and Big E, instead of landing, you know, on his back as you would normally land in an in a overhead suplex, Big E landed on his head, like right on his head and on his neck. Um, and you could tell immediately when this happened that this was not, uh, this was not a work. This was not planned. This is not, this was not something that, um, you know, that they had in plan and immediately that something was wrong. Like you could, you could just tell, like I saw, I I was watching it and I was like, oh no, oh no, this is not, this is not how the spot was supposed to go. Um, yeah. This is a very dangerous thing, man. Oh, man. Here's the thing, right? I feel like us as wrestling fans, we forget just how dangerous professional wrestling is. Like, when you think about... Because if you're a wrestling fan and you watch these crazy spots and you see... Like, especially if you're an indie wrestling fan and you see all these crazy spots, spots that you would never see in the WWE... You sort of because you're you're a wrestling fan and you and you watch the business and you keep track of the business and you're sort of I don't want to say in the business but you're you're kind of in in a way you 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 just you tend to forget just how dangerous it is like for you for the human body to be thrown around and to be stomped on and to be it's it's a dangerous thing for the human body and I think sometimes we forget that and injuries like this remind us that. Hey man, this is a this is a tough gig. This is not something that everyone can go and do. Not everyone can step in the ring and, and put on a 25-minute match with spots and bumps and, and things like that. Like there are real dangers to this. Wrestling ain't no ballet, bro. No. It it like even ballet is dangerous if you if you're not careful. Now 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 think about professional wrestling. Um Yeah, so Big E is Big E is a is a huge dude. Like he's what 280, 290 pounds, and so mm-hmm. that weight, like his all of his weight came down crashing on his neck, his neck. on his on his head and neck. Um, and so the medical the medical staff came out. They put him on a stretcher. He was stretched out of the out of the arena, but um, I think he went for surgery. No, no, no. He was told he wouldn't need surgery. So later. Uh, I hop on Twitter and, you know, I'm scrolling through Twitter and I see this message from Big E and basically just he just lets everyone know that um, that he does indeed have a broken neck. But um, but luckily he won't need surgery. And, you know, you know, Big E positive, yeah, smiling. Yeah. Whenever I hear that, that someone won't need surgery, I always smile because. Like surgery is a tough thing, right? It yeah. it's a tough thing. Anyone who's ever been through surgery, they will tell you like this is, yeah. It's not a nice thing to have to go through. So luckily, Biggie won't need surgery, 
Um, but we still don't it's know. It's still gonna be out for a few weeks, yeah. Well, months, 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 dude. This, this is a. They think months. I think it's gonna be out for months. Um. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't have any further details on that. But Big E has been updating everybody, uh, about you know how things are going. Um, if you go to Big E's Twitter account, you'll see the posts where he's just you know, happy and joyful and being big E man. And and I think one of the things we need to outline here is whenever, when, when this, when Big E, you know, shared that video when he told everybody that his neck was broken and that he, but he didn't need surgery. When he, when he shared that video, the amount of tweets, the amount of love and support that came out was incredible. Like, the, I, like I saw the tweet from Charlotte Flair. I saw the tweet from from Bailey. I saw the the picture that Bailey posted. The tweet from Charlotte Flair. The tweets from Drew McIntyre and, and like everyone out there who were just like, "You got this, Biggie." I'm um, like as a like that just made me that just made me smile. Yeah, I like I like when I see that type of content. Like Twitter is often that, that you work yeah, Twitter is often a mud hole where like everybody's fighting against one another. But to see everyone, like by everyone I mean the, like the, the wrestling community, the internet wrestling community, just come and support Biggie and say, "Hey, man, you know, we hope you recover. We know you're gonna come back stronger." And say like that's that's how we feel as well. Like Biggie, we hope you come back bigger, better, stronger than ever. We know you're gonna recover and. Yeah, get well soon, man. Like this is this is just a setback. This is just a setback, but it's also yeah. so you were saying. Sorry, I cut you off. Yeah, I just like to share Penny for Rich Holland Scott. I wonder how he must be feeling. Yeah. Uh, by the way, like um, another thing that we notice is like, like um, yeah. I wonder how Rich Holland spare of thought for him, man. Like, um, Rich Holland has not had. Anyone, you know? Yeah, like you have to remember this. This, like we mentioned earlier, this is a dangerous thing. It's a dangerous sport. Um, I, like I, I know the people I know who's like, oh, why did that spot have to happen on the outside? You know, and I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, this spot is this. It, it's it's a dangerous thing. Yeah, obviously the spot could have taken place in the ring. Maybe that would have been a little bit safer. But, like, it is what it is, yeah, and. Man. In my opinion, if it worked out well, people would be like, oh. See, it goes both ways. It goes if both it ways. If it worked well, people would have been talking about it. Like, there was a good segment. Oh, did you see Rich Holland do that to Big E? The then suplex, If yeah. it goes the other way, like it did, like, ooh, probably shouldn't have done that. So yeah. It goes two ways, man. It goes two ways. And because wrestling, you know, wrestling fans can get very, very toxic. And sometimes you, you just don't want to deal with wrestling fans. But yeah, we hope Biggie will recover. Uh, we're wishing him a speedy, speedy recovery. That, yeah, you were saying. So that someone is, you know, is making sure that Rich Holland is alright mentally, you know. Yeah, cause like, yeah, you, like to be put in that spot, like you know, I often think about um the incident between the incident that happened with um Draws Darren Drozdov and D'Lo Brown. I think of that incident a lot. And I think of how lives were changed, man. And I and I think about the fact that 
No one ever came out and blamed D'Lo Brown for, for what happened to Draws. And as such, right now, no one, no one should be blaming Rich Holland for what happened to Big E. This is a, a dangerous sport. Professional wrestling is not for everyone. This is something that takes years. This is a craft that takes years to master. You train and you train and you train. Like, this accidents happen, right? As much as we hate to, to say this, as much as I hate saying this, this is pro wrestling. These things happen. Um, yeah, and all we can do is hope that Biggie is fine, and that he'll recover, and that he'll come back stronger than ever. Yeah, we've seen, like, I'm not going to lie, we've seen a couple of injuries in yeah. the past couple of months. But... Yeah, there's there's been quite a few injuries, um, which is which is just, yeah, it's not nice to see. Um, but I think I think we should talk about some some happier stuff. I don't want to say happier because I mean, yeah, let's talk about some happier stuff. Um, More things that aren't injury related. Yeah, let's move away from. Related. Yeah, let's move away from injury stuff because there have there have been some very interesting developments when it comes to you know to what's been going on. So I was thinking let's because we have a list of topics here and they're all about like. I've got all the rest, like most of the WrestleMania matches up here that, that I thought we were going to talk about, but I think we should save those for, for later episodes. Let's talk about, um, some other stuff, some, some dashing stuff. If you know what I mean, if you know what I mean. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah. Can I just say something about that? You want to, you want to start? You want to start? I, I just, yeah, I like to start. Cause this was like, I just like to. Yeah, you were saying. This was big. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. This was bigger. This was bigger than Jeff Hardy being on AEW. Yes. Yes, I said it. Like I said it. If you wanna come for me, it's fine. I have my opinion. This man. This man hasn't even showed up yet. This man hasn't even showed up yet. And even even before even before we got confirmation that he signed a contract. We didn't even know that this man had signed a contract. We didn't even know that he was going to the WWE. But the the news were like, hey, oh, man, is Cody Rhodes going to show up on Raw? He got a match with Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. Um, all of these different, uh, all of these different um, pieces of news. Oh, you, you, you did, did you know that? That he, he has actually got a match with Seth at WrestleMania. Yeah, I do, I do, I do. So, this is according to the Wrestling Observer, right? Don't trust our word for it. Uh, this is all according to, to the Wrestling Observer. Um, yeah. Uh, maybe maybe shows up this week? I don't know, man. I, I really don't know. Because, um, or maybe, or maybe it would make much more sense for him to show up at WrestleMania, I guess. Yeah, you know, have a situation where Seth Rollins goes out to the ring, he cuts a promo, he talks about how no one in the WWE is going to stop him, he's going to, you know, he, he just cuts a promo on how good he is, and then you have the lights go off, and then you, you know, Cody Rhodes appears. Like, you've seen that moment happen in, in like, arenas, like, in, in you know, normal-sized arenas, but you've never seen that lights-out debut happen at WrestleMania in front of all those people. Just imagine, just imagine that kind of debut in front of like 70, 80,000 people. 
And it's someone that people are familiar with. Yeah. You know the AEW chants are going to come hard, though. You know we're going to... Oh, dude. You know there's going to... The AEW chants are going to be massive. You, you just know. <laughs> you just know. Yeah, good luck to Cody Rhodes with that, man. Oh, my goodness. If, if he does, if he does, I don't know how he's going to handle that. Because if you think about it, he's... going to stick with him forever. Yeah, because if you think about it, he is the first person. You know how many people have jumped from WWE to AEW? Cody's the first person and to go the reverse direction. There's a back door behind the back door, bro. <laughs> exactly. Cody Rhodes is the first guy to go the other way. I was like, yeah, you know what, guys? Uh, and, like, this is crazy. Probably, this is People have their opinions about it. Trust. I believe people will have their opinions. They're talking about it. Yeah, look, I, I get uh, I get that people might say, oh, but why would you do this? Like, why would you do this to your career? And, and it's like, look. Money wise, it's it's about the money. Believe it or not, it's about the money. Money is a vehicle. Money helps you get through life, and Vince, you gotta go to the Vince, place. Vince, Vince has a soft heart, man. That's what it is. And, and a soft heart. Ultimately, you're not just a professional wrestler, right? You're an you're a businessman. You have to think about it. You're a businessman. You're a businesswoman. Like, how? Where? If I wanna, if I have a daughter and a wife at home. Right? How do I make sure that they get taken off financially? By getting the biggest contract I could possibly get. And Tony Khan, Tony Khan wasn't offering him that contract, and so Cody left. If you if you find something wrong with that, then you should get your head checked. If you if you find something wrong with Cody Rhodes securing his family's future. By taking the biggest possible payday that he could, and getting the biggest possible exposure that he could, from a business from a businessman's perspective, if you find something wrong with that, then then there's something wrong with you. Like I, if I was Cody Rhodes, I'd have done the same thing. And I think many wrestlers would have done it. I, there's, for me, there's nothing wrong with doing it. Yeah, like this is this is business. This is business. Right. It's entertainment. It's, entertain- it's basically it's like storyline. Yeah. You your head is riddling with possibilities that could happen. Yeah. Think of think of the dream matches now. Cause Cody I'm keep just, in mind you know, keep in mind. Cody is not Cody Rhodes is not coming to is not coming back to WWE to be Stardust. Let's just be let's just make one thing clear. I'm I do glad not that you think on that because I do not I think, think damn if that was the last thing like, I ever remembered Cody being there is no way that Cody Rhodes is going to come back and be Stardust. There ain't no chance. I don't want to quote Vince McMahon's theme, but, like, there ain't no chance. There is no way, okay? There is no way Cody Rhodes is going to go back to being Stardust. That's not possible. That's not going to happen. And if it does happen, I'm going to stop watching WWE. It can't happen. There's no way it's going to happen. No. It just wouldn't make no. sense. No way. No this way. man. No way. They're not going to make... They're not gonna make Seth Rollins face turn. That's what the hell. No. no, this man went left WWE in 2016, right? Went to New Japan Pro Wrestling, became the IWGP United States Heavyweight Champion, then went to Ring of Honor, became Ring of Honor World Champion, then won the NWA World Heavyweight Championship, then started AEW, then became the guy in 
like the first year of AEW was all Cody. Like, yeah, the Bucks and Kenny. Yeah, yeah, the Bucks and Kenny put on great matches and they popped the crowd. But when, when you talked about the heart and soul of AEW, it was Cody Rhodes. Cody was the one leading the charge, so to speak. Obviously, Tony Khan is the leader, but like Cody was the was the guy telling everybody how great AEW is and how great AEW would be. And so this is a guy who changed the wrestling business, who with the help of his friends changed the wrestling business. There's no way there's there's no way Vince is gonna go, uh, you're stardust now. No, no. Imagine if this is Vince's way of burying him. Like, you think you can start a rival company? I'm a no. you now. No, no. Vince McMahon is a businessman. Yeah, Vince McMahon is going to... Vince McMahon will see this. Him. Yeah, he'll see this from a business perspective. He's not that petty. He's not going to see this from a petty personal perspective. He'll see this from a business perspective. I could bury this guy, who is a star, or I could push him... To be a, an even bigger star, and make him and make and more was money. Yeah, and make more money. From a bit, Vince is gonna see this from a business perspective, not from a petty personal. Oh, you left the company. You started a rival. No, no. Vince, Vince loves the competition, right? I'm telling you right now. When Vince heard that AEW was becoming a thing, he was like, "Okay, here we go. I see you now." There's no way he was, he was. There's no way he was shivering in his boots, thinking, "Oh no, no." Vince McMahon is a businessman. He's a billion-dollar businessman, which means he's gonna see this as a businessman. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, enough about. So until Cody, until Cody shows up, I'm not yeah. Gonna I'm just excited. You know what it is like. You can announce that Cody has signed a contract. You can announce that he's going to debut and win and win and win. You can you can announce all these things. But as soon as the lights go off and I see that entrance music and I see him walk out on Monday Night Raw, I ain't going to fully, fully believe you. Quick question. Yeah. Oh, what's the music do you think they're going to use? Oh, he can't use Kingdom, can he? He can't use he can't use Kingdom by Downstate, which is the song he used in AEW. He can't use that anymore, can he? I have no idea. That's the thing. <clears throat> I feel like I feel like that that would be the that song is so good. Like like WWE have the, all the money in the world. Like they can just buy that song. They can oh, buy access to that. that. They can buy access to that song. Like they have all the a like. Tony Khan bought so much music for his talent. Why can't Vince McMahon do the same? And I know I just asked—I just asked maybe the dumbest question in wrestling. I compared Vince to Tony. <laughs> like I just compared Vince to Tony and went like, why can't Tony? Why can't Vince be like Tony? <laughs> because uh, Vince I is. Wouldn't Vince. A, I, would, I wouldn't say it's a dumb question. It's a question. It's a question. But like, do you think Vince McMahon would buy that song? Do you think he'd buy it? You no, because, because if he buys it for one person, everyone's going to start questioning, you know? Maybe, maybe. Because that's, that's, that's Cody Rhodes' theme, man. Like, I can't, I, I, I don't want to, I can't see that theme being thrown away and just like, like, 
you think that that song is going to be chilling in AEW's records or something? Okay. Nah. Archive. Like, no one wants that song chilling in AEW's archives. No, man. Like, let him let him have the song. Let Cody Rhodes have the, the song. I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, I mean, should we talk about two more stories? I know you I know you got uh somewhere to be at seven, right? Yeah. So we'll we'll just we'll just talk. We've got we can, eight minutes. We can talk. We can, I can yeah, we can go past. We can finish like quarter past seven. No pro no problem. No worries, no worries. Just sorting out time issues. Um I wanna let's let's take a look at some of these news stories. Um let's talk about what has happened basically on SmackDown, Raw, and AEW over the past few weeks. Uh, NXT as well. Let's start with NXT as well. I'm really liking NXT. I'm not going to lie. Like, Yeah. You know what I'm loving most about NXT? Yeah. I think you can guess it. Take a guess. Dolph Ziggler being on NXT? Nah, nah. It's not that. Man, there's so many. There's so many. Like yeah, that that is that is exciting, of course. But for me, it's not that. I mean, there's some good stuff happening on NXT. Uh, I don't well, know, I man. You, I can tell you. Yeah, you just just let the cat out the bag, man. It's the fact that the A champion is still the A champion. Oh my goodness, this man is fire. Carmelo Hayes. Carmelo Hayes has star written all over him. Like this man, bring this man up to the main roster. I mean, yeah. I, like, he's, what else is there to say? He's lighting NXT up, man. Yeah, there's so many good stuff going on on NXT. Like Dolph Ziggler on NXT, <laughs> just like, like that's crazy. Even the stuff with. Um, even the stuff with Wendy Chu, I find somehow entertaining. And let me just say this right now. Um, if you're watching NXT and thinking, oh, why can't I, why don't I ever get to see a five-star match on NXT? Oh, why don't I ever get to see quality matches or stuff like that? Stop watching NXT as a pro wrestling product. I'm enjoying sports entertainment for sports entertainment and i'm enjoying professional wrestling for professional wrestling as a pro wrestling product yeah it's not the best right but as a sports entertainment product with crazy wacky storylines and couples kissing in the ring that stuff is entertaining it's fun okay just wanna just wanna say that before people come at me and say oh you like nxt you don't know what you're talking about I believe you were still talking. Yeah, you're like they put. Oh the... yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah, I was just, I, I was, I was just saying that people sometimes forget that NXT is part of WWE, and WWE does stand for World Wrestling Entertainment. Yeah, it's entertainment based on wrestling. Like, don't forget this. And yeah, I mean. Melo, Melo as champion, as the A-champ, is looking really great. Um, Dolph Ziggler is the new NXT champion, which I'm very happy about. Like, like I saw this tweet. Oh, <laughs> like, I saw this tweet where it's like, <laughs> like, usually, usually in a wrestler, in a wrestler's WWE career, you win the NXT championship, 
like the, the the progression is supposed to be you're supposed to win the NXT title, then the mid card championship in WWE, then the world title. You're supposed to be NXT champion, then US champion or IC champion, and then the WWE championship. Dolph Ziggler's like, nah, screw that. I'm gonna do that in reverse. Yeah. Because like Dolph Ziggler became world so champion. Is to win though. Yeah. He, he like he's he became world champion and then he won a bunch of mid card titles and now he's in NXT as NXT champion. That's like so great. Like it's, it's, great for NXT. it's it's great to see him as champion again. Like Dolph Ziggler was one of those guys who for a long time was putting on some of the best matches and performances in WWE, but wasn't getting rewarded for it. Like people make fun of that that you know it should have been me stuff. But when you go back and you think about what Dolph Ziggler was doing in the company, it really should have been him. Like don't get me wrong. Like I'm I was happy for Kofi Mania. You know. I was happy for Kofi Mania. I was happy to see a bunch of guys become champion that I never thought I would see become champion. But you can't sit there and tell me that Dolph didn't deserve another maybe two, three runs with, with championships. I think he still does. I think he, and he still does. does. He still does. That's the thing. Dolph Ziggler still deserves a couple more accomplishments. He still deserves... I, I, still, like, I still think he's got one massive run maybe as intercontinental or united states champion left maybe one or two of those runs um i'm not sure about him main eventing again because the main event scene is pretty set if i can put it that way but i mean he could have a couple of decent runs and put over some young talent and and really get how those how do you think he's gonna how do you think he's gonna hold the title for this the nxc title Ooh, really hard to say. Because, like, I wouldn't put it past WWE to put the belt back on Braun Breaker. Like, yeah, that's the thing. They, they, they might just put it back on Braun Breaker because we, we know WWE. I'm currently Googling his age right now. He's, he's 41. Okay, he's not that old. Like, he's 41 and he still, like, he still can go in the ring. Right? He doesn't know 41. Yeah, and then like you would say that you would say he hasn't doesn't look forty one. Then you think about how long this man has been in the company. Two thousand and five. Yeah, that is. Two thousand and five. He made his uh-huh. debut. Dawes been in the WWE since two thousand and five. No way, two thousand and five. Go, I'd like Google Dolph Ziggler two thousand and five. I'm doing right now. That'll tell you just how long he's been there. He was in the Spirit Squad. Remember this? Remember the, this? The Spirit Squad. You had Kenny. You had um. I forgot who else was in the Spirit Squad, but he was there. And he had short hair, and they, and he wore green. I think I remember that group. Yeah, the, they they made a return. Oh, like, now you remember. Now you remember them. Dolph Ziggler was in the Spirit Squad. No, it was one of those who you weren't paying attention to, to be fair. Yeah, they were, I won't say jobbers, but, you know, most of them were jobbers. But Ziggler, Ziggler sort of was the the guy that stood out and then became a single star and won championship gold. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah, I mean, what, we're nearing on, what, this is 17 years that this man has been in the WWE. And, I mean, he's one of the highest paid earners. Um, And he deserves it. Like, he bloody deserves it. My goodness. Um, Yeah, so Dolph Ziggler deserves another couple of runs as champion. Definitely. Like, this man. Is he going to show up? Is it gonna show up on the main roster with the title, or is he staying at NXT? How's it working now? I mean, he is—he is a raw—he is a raw superstar. So why not? Why not show up with the NXT title on Raw? Like, let the let the boys down at developmental chase after it. It'll give them it'll give them more motivation to want to get to the main roster to see your championship, the championship that you should be fighting for on the main roster instead of. Right down there in NXT. Yeah, yeah, I agree. All right. Um, this wasn't on the list. This next topic that I'm gonna suggest it wasn't on the list, but we gotta talk about it. You can't talk about NXT nowadays without talking about Nikita Lyons. Like oh, yeah, she has taken she over. She is. She has taken over wrestling Twitter. <laughs> like she. <laughs> So, um, and I like she has taken over wrestling Twitter, and not just for her in ring work. Um, she's very beautiful. She's she's strong. She's powerful. She's beautiful, and she's got that look. I feel like Nikita Lyons is who WWE wanted Nia Jax to be. Oh, I was about to say that. You know, every time I see her, I'm like, you know, I see Nia Jax in her, but I don't know how to phrase it. You yeah, know, they. Like, I, I feel like. This is who this is what WWE were looking for when they when they wanted the when they when they had Nia Jackson. And by the way, no disrespect to Nia Jax, right? She accomplished not at all. Like she was great. She was great. Yeah, she she had her moments where, you know, she maybe wasn't the fans' favorite wrestler, but she accomplished quite a bit in the WWE. She made a career for herself. Like congrat, like shout out to Nia Jax. She killed it for the most part. Yeah, obviously. Like, yeah, she, she had a couple of... She's never going to be forgotten. I mean, yeah. she took an RKO. She took an RKO. And, yeah, again, she took... How many people can say that? She took a 619, a super kick, and an RKO at the... Like, it all in the space of, like, two minutes that's, that's at the Royal Rumble. That's badass. That's badass. Um, yeah, no disrespect uh, to her, Lions, but it's like... I just think the kid Lions can do more things that Nia, Nia Jax couldn't do. Yeah. I just see that. I mean... Oh, we... We're so in sync, you know. It's like I know. You knew what I wanted to say. Sorry, I I, I took I took that out of your mouth. I'm sorry. I took those words out of your mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry about and that. The, the moment I, the moment I just saw Nikita, I'm like, it just clicked. I'm like, it's Nia Jax, but better. Different. You know what I'm saying. Different. Yeah. I mean, yeah. She she is. She has just taken over wrestling Twitter. People are talking about her, <coughs> and oh, sorry, guys. I'm I'm. <coughs> if you're listening to this, wondering why the hell is this dude coughing, it's because I haven't been well the past few days. But I'm I'm better than I was a couple of days ago. But anyway, enough about me. We're still on NXT. Yeah, I'm really liking the product. Have you seen the stuff that Cora Jade has been doing? Cora Jade and Toxic Attraction. Yeah, of course I have. Oh my goodness! If you watch this past week's NXT, this was—I mean, Cora Jade 
if you think about the fact that she's only 21, she got a, she's got a future in the wrestling business. If she, like, if she can, she's the future of, of the women's division, if you think about it. Because everyone, everyone, everyone else on NXT is above 25, maybe some even in their 30s. Like, I, I was looking at some of these NXT women, and it's like, how you got women in, how do you have women in NXT older than women on the main roster, right? You know Rhea Ripley? <laughs> you know Rhea Ripley on the main roster? And you think, you know Rhea Ripley? Guess how old she is. I'm going to say she's 29. 25. I'm sorry, Rhea Ripley. Yeah, Rhea Ripley. 25. 25. She's already been NXT UK champion. She's already been Raw Women's champion. She's already been NXT champion. You know who she beat for that title at at WrestleMania, by the way? I think people forget this. She beat Asuka. You know who she beat? She beat Asuka, man. Who we should, I think we should start talking about. And ever since then, she's been MIA. Wait, wait. Has Asuka really been missing since WrestleMania last year? Yeah, that was her last match. I'm telling you, her last match was against Rhea Ripley when she lost the title. And that was it. Oh my goodness. How long has she been gone? Because we're coming up to WrestleMania again. If... If this WrestleMania comes, it will be about two years. Nah, a year, a year. I think. Remember, last year's thirty-seven. It, oh yeah, 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 yeah. It'll be a year. Oh, yeah, my, oh. <laughs> It'll be a year. It okay, feels yeah, like I'm two. Sorry. I just think it's a long extended break. That's all I'm. That's how I'm viewing it. I heard it's she was injured. I I heard Oscar was injured. Sorry, if we, if guys, we 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 went off topic with the NXT stuff. But like, let's let's talk about Oscar for a minute here, because I, I mean. Yeah, I'm I'm googling her right injury now. Injury. Like, I heard some I heard somewhere that she was injured. Um, I could never quite confirm whether or not that was the case. But whenever I search Oscar, like Google's letting me know. Uh, yeah, there's a report here. It's by um by Inside the Ropes rest Inside the Ropes about an update on Oscar's return. Um. Yeah, Inside the Ropes have have published an article about Oscar's return. Um, and it says here in July 2021, um, 18th of July at Money in the Bank. She's been out of action since July 18th, which was Money in the Bank. Right? And okay, then so it's the pay-per-view after Yeah, I think it was it was right after WrestleMania. And then around the same time, Bailey suffered a torn ACL. But Bailey's more active on the WWE network. You see on shows. Yeah, Bailey's more active. Um. But anyway, I'm gonna throw out the wild prediction. I'm just gonna. I'm I just I gonna tweeted this. Wild out there. Yeah, I tweeted this. Okay, let me give me your prediction, cause. Like obviously this. What happened with Bianca Belair is unfortunate. Yeah, if I you was. You know what I'm talking about, right? Uh, yeah. Um. So let's just clarify for those of you that don't know. Um. We were going to talk about this a little bit later, but since it ties in, we'll we'll mention it now. Bianca Belair suffered, um, an injury. I'm just quickly trying to find out what injury it is. So she had a segment with Becky Lynch. It got violent on Raw. 
and she suffered a quote-unquote a fractured hyoid hyoid bone gosh a fractured hyoid hyoid bone bone in oh my goodness how do you pronounce this word (laughs) it's hyoid it's hyoid it's medical jargon. That's all yeah. I medical jargon. Oh, thank goodness we're not doctors. Fractured hyoid bo- bone in her throat. And so she's going to be out of WrestleMania. She's not going to be able to challenge Becky Lynch for the Raw Women's Championship. Uh, she's not going to be at WrestleMania. And she's going to be out for quite a while, which is just, yeah, it's, um. I mean, this was, this is, a, this is, this is just, this is a kick in the nuts, right? For those who wanted to see Bianca become champion, for those who, because I'm assuming she was gonna beat Becky, right? Because as good as as great as Becky is, she she has held that title for quite a long time, and it's gotten her yeah, run has gotten a little bit weird. It has, it has. That's where that's where Oscar comes in. This is where Oscar this is where I would run. bring back Oscar. Okay, so hear me out. Right, hear me out. Remember when Becky had to leave because she was pregnant? Yes. Who did Who did she give the title to? She gave the title to Oscar. Exactly. Because she so, was because Oscar won Oscar won Money in the Bank the previous night. Remember, you know that weird Money in the Bank yeah, that yeah. took place at WWE headquarters. Oscar won that woman's yeah, match that's because because of COVID times. Yep. Yeah. Uh, now imagine Oscar coming back. And beating Becky Lynch for the title at WrestleMania. I mm. mean, that'd be amazing. That would be. Because ha- if you think about it, it's also storytelling because Becky gave the title to Oscar, but now Oscar came back and won it. It wasn't given to it wasn't her. Wasn't given she to her. It. Yeah, I mean, ah oh, man, if she shows it, up, if she shows up at WrestleMania. If she shows up at WrestleMania, there'll be a the smile on my face will be as wide. I don't want to say anything else after that because I, it will be it will, I like <laughs> the smile on my face would be pretty wide. Let's just let's just end it there. I was gonna compare my the sm- I was gonna compare my smile to something else, but I let's not go there. Let's not go there. Let's not go there. I I don't even know what I was comparing it to to be honest, but um. Anyway, um, yeah, so the Raw Women's Championship match at WrestleMania, it looks to be up in the air. Um, I'm guessing they might go, I mean, I think, I think they might go through a Ripley to challenge Becky Lynch. Because that's a match we haven't she seen yet. Oh, she she had, oh she, she's in the Women's Tag Team match. Oh, okay, okay. Which is another story we'll talk on in another episode. Yeah, we'll talk, we'll leave, let's leave some stuff for the next episode. <laughs> Um, shall we, shall we talk about one more story and then we'll get out of here? Yeah, yeah. Then we'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, we'll be, we'll be back tomorrow with another episode. Um, Ricochet and Finn Balor are United States and Intercontinental Champions. Oh, uh, Intercontinental and United States Champions, respectively. This is something I never thought I'm I'd see. I'm very happy about that. I'm very happy. In the land of the Giants. In the land of the Giants, the two biggest, the two biggest mid-card titles in in the land of the Giants are held by one guy who's 190 pounds and another guy 
who's 207 pounds. This, like, 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 I love this. Like, and don't get me wrong, like, WWE might take the belts off them soon, but, like, I'm loving it. Like, it's one of my favorite things to see. Yeah. I'm really, really enjoying it. Yeah, I mean... Because I've always wanted them to hold the title. I just didn't know what title it was going to be. We know it wasn't going to be the main one because of the people who have it at the moment. Yeah, I mean... But but still, this is so much fun to see. Ricochet is the first person in WWE history to win the mid-card title on all three brands. First ever person to win the North American, the United States, and the Intercontinental Championships. Yes, he hasn't been tag team champion, right? No, he hasn't been tag team champion. Uh, This is his first title on the main roster, believe it or not. No, it's not. It is. Didn't you not just say that he won the United States? Oh, sorry, champion? sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it feels it feels like it's his first because he hasn't been champion since. Goodness me! Remember, he lost it to AJ. He lost it to AJ. Yeah, he lost it to. He held it twice. I think he held. Her. He even held it twice. He held the title twice. He lost it to AJ Styles. Uh, he beat Samoa Joe and then lost to AJ Styles twice. Yep. So yeah, that sorry guys, my bad. That wasn't this wasn't this isn't Ricochet's first reign as champion on the main roster. Um, it's been so long that it feels like his first. But anyway, um, Finn Balor as well, you know. Finn as well. Finn is hot. Finn is Finn just needs one title to become Grand Slam champion. He's a former NXT. He's a former NXT champion. He's a former Universal champion. He's a former. Um, Intercontinental champion, and he's now U.S. champion. So he just needs that tag team title to complete the the Grand Slam. Both ones. No, you just need one to complete the Grand Slam because it's it's tag team Both title, ones. it's tag team title, world title, mid card title, and tag team title, world title, intercontinental title, U.S. title. So you just need. You just need um the both mid card titles, the main title, and the tag team title. Okay. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, it, I so the matches are set at WrestleMania. I think. Well, we know we're gonna see Damian Priest versus Finn Balor, and I and I read a story that said that mentioned something about Demon versus Demon, because you know Damian Priest is tapped yeah. into this demon like persona. And so the actual demon, demon, demon versus demon. That's that's what WWE is going for, which I don't think. Like it would, it would be. I don't know, man. I I don't think it's necessary, but like you could, you can go with it. I get get why you don't want to see it, but you know, every time I, like, we don't always see the demon come out. You know. Yeah, it's a cool entrance. Don't get me wrong. Like it's a cool entrance, but again. Every time I get to see the demon come out, I just, like, <laughs> I'm a kid again, you know? I, 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 I giggle. Nostalgia. It's nostalgia. Because how many times did we see The Undertaker's entrance growing up? <laughs> Remember hiding behind the sofa? Okay. <laughs> hiding behind the sofa, <laughs> watching Undertaker walk to the ring. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As I grow older, I'm like, damn, this guy's taking forever to get to the ring. And I'm not gonna get I'm not gonna get out from behind this couch until until the lights go until the lights come back on <laughs> and the coffin's out of until the arena. Took the lights up on 
stairs. <laughs> exactly. Really look his arms up. Exactly. And then light again. Yeah. yeah. I also didn't want to see those eyes. Like I was waiting for the ba- I was like I was waiting for the bell to ring, and then I would, I would and then I would you know sit back down. I'd sit I'd sit back on the on the couch again. But like, yeah. there's something nostalgic about about WWE's entertainment side of WWE. Um, and I feel like that's why most yeah, of us still watch. Like, if you're still watching WWE main roster, it's because of that nostalgia fact. That's why and WWE knows this. That's why they bring legends back like like it's going out of style. Because they know they have some fans. They catering. I like to say they catering to a specific section of fans. But all in all, I think they catering for everyone. Casual. If you yeah. didn't know about this guy and you only got to saw him in videotapes and not live, well, now we're bringing him back for you so you can actually see him and you can say that I've seen Steve Austin. I've seen one, two, three live. And, um, you know, it's one of those things you can check out the bucket. Yeah, you, you, the crazy thing when you mentioned Steve Austin, I was thinking, right, back in 2016 when Goldberg returned, that was the first time I had ever seen Goldberg. I knew about him. I knew about the undefeated streak in WCW and how he ran through the competition. And he, I knew about that. I just never saw him wrestle. I just oh, never exactly saw. I just never saw him. I knew about him. I could go back and watch all the tapes, but I never saw Bill. I never saw Goldberg wrestle. And now we have. And now we have a little too much. <laughs> <laughs> a little too, a little too many times yeah, for my liking. I, I think that, I think that one time against Brock was enough. That's where I'm like, I was satisfied. Yeah, I like. I was, was good on. That was like. That was generally the first time where we'd be like, oh, my days. This, he, Imagine if like, he'd left. Imagine like, if he'd left after beating Brock Lesnar and then come and then came back now. Like, imagine if he'd, if, he'd, if he'd left after beating Brock Lesnar at Survivor Series in 2016 and then coming back now. That would have be been, that would have been special. That, his aura would still be there. Right now, it's, yeah, it, it's kind of dwindling a little bit, but like he's still a legend. He's still a legend. He's still a Hall of Famer. He's still an icon. What else can we say? Um, I think we should wrap the episode up there and save. Yeah, there's more to come tomorrow. And save some like, stuff for tomorrow. Some... Exactly. Because like we we are so sorry that we haven't been able to. You know, we are both. Yeah, we both. University. Yeah, man. School is a trap. School is crazy. Like school school is has trap. been crazy. Uh, we haven't been able to record as, as often as we would like to. But here's an episode for you guys. We've got more coming in the next couple of days. So please do stick around for those. Um, but from from me, that's going to be it. Anything else you want to add before we get out of here for today? Uh, no, no, really. I'd just like to say RIP to Scott Hawley won't be forgotten. Yeah. Um, Rest in peace to Scott Hall. And yeah, we all, we're all going to miss you, man.
ladies and gentlemen, that is going to wrap up today's catch-up episode. We thank each and every single one of you that listened, and especially to those of you that stuck around till the end. We hope you enjoyed it. If you did, make sure you stick around as we will be bringing more episodes. In fact, in fact, we'll be bringing episodes every single day for the next week in this catch-up series, as well as more and more throughout the 2022 if you'd like to follow us you can do so on instagram at sapw nerds podcast or on twitter at pw podcast underscore essay as always let us know what you thought about the episode what you like what you didn't like maybe something we forgot to mention dm us on instagram tweet at us and let's talk about it let's have a conversation to next time stay safe and god bless